Ego is the Enemy by Ryan Holiday. One sentence summary. Ego is the Enemy reveals how a tendency that's hardwired into our brains, the belief the world revolves around us and us alone, holds us back from living the life it makes us desire so much. What we can do to overcome it at every turn and how to achieve true greatness. My favorite quote from the author is, Impressing people is utterly different from being truly impressive. Ryan Holiday Don't let Ryan Holiday's goatee remote farm life fool you. The man is a marketing mastermind. Having apprenticed under Robert Greene, who wrote The 48 Laws of Power, he went on to become director of marketing for American Apparel. He's pulled crazy PR stunts for big brands and authors, but three to four years ago, his focus shifted a lot. Since then, he's published three books about stoicism, lives a humble life in Texas, and spends a lot of his time writing. Looks like he's learned how to keep his ego in check. This book will help you do the same. Putting reins on your ego helps you in both good and bad times, because you neither stress about failures, nor let success turn you into a diva. Here are my three favorite ways to make it happen. 1. Be a perpetual student. It'll keep you modest. 2. Don't hog tasks at work. Be a team player. 3. Reflect honestly on your performance when you get surprising results. Ready to confront your biggest enemy within? Let's take your ego to church. Ego is the enemy, lesson 1. Think of yourself as an eternal student to stay humble. This answers the question, what perspective of yourself can you create to remain humble and modest? How could we not start the summary of a book about Stoicism with a quote from one of the all-time greats? It is impossible for a man to learn that which he thinks he already knows. Epictetus. I'm proud of my attitudes and habits towards life. I'm disciplined, spend very little of the money I'm earning, live a frugal life. I just know I'm going to win in life thanks to these. However, that sometimes leaves me thinking, there's not much left I can learn here. I won't change any of these for a long time. Every time that thought crosses my mind, I call bullshit. It might be true that these basic principles won't change much, but there's a huge load of things for me left to learn when it comes to making money, writing, selling, relationships, other people. It's a never-ending process. Ryan suggests you think of yourself like many of the ancient Stoics did. An eternal student of life, dedicated to learning as long as you live. This keeps you humble and encourages you to learn from the best in your field. However, it pays to look both up and down the chain, take some time to mentor and teach others, and go back to beginners and help them, because that will expose you to the full spectrum of skill levels and is another way to restrain your ego. Ego is the enemy, lesson two. Delegate tasks to learn to trust in others. This answers the question, how can I learn to trust other people more? Have you ever held on to an incredibly dull task just because you thought no one else can do it better than you? I do this all the time, especially for repetitive to-dos. This not just inflates your own ego, it's also a huge missed opportunity to build trust with the people you work with. Trust increases the speed of everything in a business. The more employees trust one another, the faster things get done. Delegating some of your work to others forces you to do two things. One, respect other people's work. And two, Trust that they can get a job done. These aren't just ways to win against your ego, but can also be the difference between a thriving company and one that goes bust. For example, 
legendary American car manufacturer DeLorean may always be remembered for creating the car from Back to the Future, but due to its CEO's stubborn attitude of having to check every single detail, it went bankrupt after just 7 years, with less than 10,000 cars sold. Now it's your turn. Can you come up with another example of a company that went bankrupt due to a lack of trust? I'll give you a second to come up with an example. Got one? No worries if not. You can always think about it later. Ego is the enemy, lesson 3. Use unexpected results as inflection points to keep improving. This answers the question, what do you do when you get a result you didn't expect, whether positive or negative? Our ego has the tendency to blow everything out of proportion, both good and bad. Sometimes we get results which are a lot better than we expected. Other times they're much worse. The ego ruins both of them. When you do a bad job, your ego will tell you it's not your fault and blame anything and anyone but you. Do a great job and it'll say you deserve every single ounce of credit, giving you a lot more than you probably deserve. Instead of letting these get to your head one way or the other, you can use them as inflection points to keep improving. Have a high, congratulate yourself, turn right back around and get back to work. Have a low, take responsibility, learn something and start moving up again. For example, a Quora answer recently took off for me. I could have commended myself for being such a great writer and rested on my laurels all week. Instead, I took one look at the rest of my answers, saw how many got zero traction at all, ordered a bunch of Ryan Holiday books so I could learn to write better, and then wrote some more. Take results only as what they truly are, a great opportunity to honestly reflect on your work. Nothing more, nothing less. My personal takeaways from Ego is the Enemy for 2017. Okay, this is a, this was a super fun read right now because I'm reading this book right now. Um, the Ordering of Ryan Holiday books, which I've uh, referenced, because I wrote the summary of this book in January 2017. Um, that was when I ordered the books, or shortly uh, after that. So I'm reading all Ryan Holiday books in chronological order. I want to read... Uh, all books of my favorite authors in the sequence that they wrote them in order to see how their style changed, what I can learn from that transformation, and which parts of their style I want to try and imitate to become better as a writer myself. And right now I'm on Ego is the Enemy, which is the one, two, three, fourth book of Ryan Holiday I'm on. Uh, and so that's super fun for me to um, reading a chapter of the book this morning and then reading the summary this afternoon. It's kind of fun. Um, and it puts everything into perspective. I got uh, neurons firing a lot right now. Um, so the first thing I would say is that over the past year, as I've gotten more sort of success, quote-unquote, with writing and more people signing up to my email list, and especially in March, I had like one win after the other. It was like cool stuff happening, like people reaching out to me, posts getting a lot of traction, and so on. So like I remember my mastermind group, I shared like, I got this, I got this, I got this. And they were like, you're on fire, bro. <laughs> you got one win after the other. And that was a very good f way for me to to do this kind of inflection point assessment. Because the first thing I will admit is as like it's natural for your ego to increase and to get louder when these kinds of things happen. So I have gotten cockier. But I want to say that 
uh, I'm also using the cocky part, which is something I'm taking from Gary Vaynerchuk, this sort of cockiness to like make a bold claim here and there, right? Like have a big mouth here and there and like throw something out to make myself get it more or, or even to provoke uh, that others will say like, no, you can't do it and use that as fuel, as motivation, right? That's something I haven't tried in the past and I'm starting to s learn how to use it as a tool, which is really cool. Um, because encouragement and everything is fine, but sometimes doubt is a better encouragement than encouragement. Um, like, yeah, you can do this, blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, um, thanks. Like, I, I appreciate the support, but sometimes like you need a hater you can stick it to, right? Uh, so obviously ego can be a tool to provoke that. So I do think it has its place. I'm uh, I'm very excited for my perspective when I have finished the whole book. Um, because maybe that will be like completely trash, this attitude. But right now, that's my perspective on it. So uh, sometimes I'm struggling with it. Sometimes I'm using it as a tool. Uh, but again, these, these wins, sort of small wins, lots of small wins accumulating... Uh, in March were very big inflection points. And what I took away from that was when stuff's working, you continue working, right? So there were lots of opportunities I could have jumped on, lots of shifts I could have made in how I work. And I was like, no, 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 like this is all working. It starts to work. It starts to get traction. It starts to pick off. So my job right now is to not change anything and I keep the consistency, keep doing everything you do consistently. And that was an important reminder, like, so sometimes success teaches you to keep doing what you're doing. Sometimes success teaches you to move on to the next thing. And so this was one of the former times. And that was very interesting to like, you know, okay, get your head down again. And this is the cool thing about doing something every day, like writing an answer on Quora every day now, because no matter how well or worse the answer the day before did, I know I'm going to write the next one the next day and then just see what happens. Um, so that's been very interesting. Uh, and that's been helpful also. So having a sort of daily shipping practice, I think that's uh, beneficial to keeping your ego in check and cultivating this eternal student attitude. Second part, delegate tasks to learn to trust in others. Definitely, uh, I suck at this. I already wrote in the summary. I'll be the first to admit it. I mean, I want to build a solo business for a reason um, because uh, like time and time again, school everywhere, I don't know if that comes from like my work ethic attitude or wh whatever, but it's like I feel like people have disappointed me with like their delivery. Um, however, I am doing something to counteract this, which is uh, AnyQuote. AnyQuote.co is a little uh, app to make animated quotes, beautiful pictures that, that move. Um, and I'm doing it with two friends, so naturally we'll have to delegate work there. Um, and also what I'm doing is I've started outsourcing parts of this, like for marketing, have some quote images for Instagram created by other people, by other freelancers. So I'm practicing this in the context of business and that's working well. Um, I think th the way it helps to do this is for me, any quote right now is a fun little side project, right? So I'm working on it a little every day, but it's not like a core part of my business. So I don't feel like there's a lot of risk involved. Like, like I spent a couple dollars here and there, but it's not much. So I think that's a very good way to try and start like giving tasks away, giving sort of trust to others, because you won't feel bad like if everything like tanks. So if you struggle with that, try to make some fun side projects or something that's not that important uh, and delegate tasks and to-dos there. Uh, and then lastly, 
yeah, this inflection point mentality, obviously, I mean, obviously, like when you have a low, you have to learn something from failure and you move on and so on. I think that's very well covered in the literature and everywhere. Um, if you don't learn from your failure or you, you can learn from your own failure, you better. Um, you can learn from other people's failures and look at what hasn't worked for others historically. Um, but learning from your highs, I think that's a lot harder. And keeping yourself in check when you go high, that's a lot harder because obviously you have fewer highs and very few people have very high highs where they get super successful and sometimes like this like getting this like one sudden high can completely derail you uh, and it's happened to me before once or twice where even an influencer just messaged me and said like oh yeah we'll feature you blah 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 and i went like haywire and texted them something stupid and then they stopped and i never talked to them again so th that's really the harder part to deal with because we all have failures but success is very rare so remember this, when you get something success, when you have a couple wins in a row, keep yourself in check, uh, learn something from it, see what you have to do, and uh, yeah, just keep your head down and keep working. So I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, I'll have more takeaways from The Ego is the Enemy on the blog later this year when I finish the book and uh, catch up on his other books that I want to write summaries for on my blog, a little longer summaries. So hope there's more from this you can look forward to, and I will see you on the next summary.